and welcome to a new episode on Devil in the Detail podcast. We've had two games since our last podcast and it was Ranić's first game up against Crystal Palace and uh, the Young Boys game yesterday. So we're going to talk through that and then go through a Norwich preview uh, as well. So let's jump straight into it. Uh, Deal, what did you think to that uh, Crystal Palace performance? Obviously, Ranić's first game. Were you happy with it? Um, it? It was refreshing, yeah. Um, obviously, not the best scoreline in the world. 1-0 at home at Palace is a bit meh. But to see you know, the team pressing actual, actually with some kind of idea in a formation was the best thing, which shows to me how like how devoid of any kind of style of play or any anything at all that we've been, that we just saw people pressing a bit of an order and we're all there fucking jizzing in our pants about it for 90 minutes. Um, but but I'll take it. It was just so good to see. Like when I said this in the Chelsea game as well, even with, with Carrick at the wheel. Um, like when the fullbacks get the ball, then they press. Or when they were taking free kick, uh, goal kicks, which is what happened in the Arsenal game as well, would be really pressed up and making them play the ball long and winning it back in possession and then building from there. Um, yeah, it, it, it was really good. Um, the lower foot was excellent as well. Tejas, I thought, was pretty good. Fred was obviously superb. And as I said, I think he could be a bit of a baller under Ranić, to be honest. We'll see how far yeah. that goes and see if he can actually realise that 50 million could be paid for him. But, yeah, encouraging signs, encouraging signs. And let's be honest, considering he had, I think he said, 45 minutes to work with the players, um, mm-hmm. never never even met them before. I genuinely think that was the first time he met them when he went into training on that Friday. To have them on the Saturday afternoon, pretty much 2 o'clock even, Playing like that and having some kind of identity and knowing what they're doing is is a really good sign, um, and let, let's hope it continues. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was it was good as well. Like without kind of obviously we didn't create that many chances. It was only three shots on target. Yeah, uh, which needs to obviously that needs to improve, but it, that will come. But yeah, just to con- to control a game. Like that—that that was it. I mean, Ranić—it seems to be his buzzword that you hear in like press conferences, and and you know in the early press conferences where he's like, how 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 can you improve United? And he was all about control. He said in the Arsenal game, there was no control there. It could have gone either way. Like yeah. that's that's what he wanted to 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 start with to build this team is is, is having control of the game and. Realistically, there was only one team that was going to win that match, and that was United. They did have, a, they did have a chance, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they are. You did, wasn't it? With it, with a chance. Yeah, and it, like but I think it was offside, stick. and it's going to be yeah. very difficult to keep any team out for a full ninety minutes. To be fair about them having one shot at least. Yeah, but I mean, you can see the uh, uh, like sixty-one percent possession. I think we had like a some of the stats that Sky Sports went with, like um, the most times we've won possession back in the in the the final third like since since Fergie yeah. it was like there was a lot of really encouraging stats and like you say just with 45 minutes of of working with them and then you you picked out some individual performances that yeah I I agree with with, with class I think I think mm. Fred being in playing playing literally more as a, a number 8 because I think before beforehand they were both kind of sharing the responsibility like not really a 6 not really an 8 just Kind of fulfilling both uh, um, the same. Can't, kind of yeah, role when you fulfilling in, very a very loose term there. I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of uh, McTominay and Fred, but I think they ha- are given more set roles now. Fred has got license to go forward more and be the eight, and then McTominay's sitting back a little bit uh, deeper and being the uh, being the six, which I think mm. is definitely benefiting Fred because 
I think he's picking off picking up the ball less from the um, from defence, and also the defence were bringing out the the ball themselves instead of using Fred and McTominay because they're both very limited in picking the ball off, turning, and then passing. I think that's both of them are pretty weak in that kind of area. But mm. because we had so much possession, because we were pushing them so high up the pitch, because we were so compact, the defence was just allowed to actually bring the ball out themselves instead of relying on Fred and McTominay to, to receive yeah, the ball off them. I thought Lindelof was really good at that as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's been pretty he's probably been our best defender since Solskjaer got sacked to be honest. Yeah. I thought he was coming out with the ball a lot, showing for it a lot, coming into midfield, which obviously is something Maguire can do as well. But I don't think yeah. he's done it as much as Lindelof recently. And I think maybe there's been a bit more of an onus placed on Lindelof to go and do that as opposed to Maguire. Because I do think, yeah. even though Maguire does get this kind of rep as a good ball-playing centre-half, I do think Lindelof is better on the ball. We see him yeah. pick out a lot of better passes. He's a better carrier of the ball. Obviously, Maguire's not the best mover ever. So, yeah, we did build, we built out from defence quite well. I don't think that is a major feature of what Ranjit wants to do. Just because, obviously, he's not kind of a, a play-out-from-the-back passing kind of manager, which I think mm-hmm. bodes well for the likes of David De Gea, because I think he's awful in that Definitely. regard. Um and I think if he was, and we say we got Ten Hag in the other week, I think we'd probably be playing Henderson by now instead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's obviously Lindelof's good at doing that, but I think it's a bit of bit of both as well. He's all about usually moving the ball really quick and as as less poss- passes as possible, moving the ball as quick as he can, which is I think it suits these players because you know Lindelof's a good ball carrier. Delo's good with that as well. Fred's decent on the half turn. Frau Shipman Tomine can be he's quite good at being a bit press resistant and getting through people. Um and obviously we've got a lot of fast players as well. But yeah, I just thought I'd add that bit random bit in there. Yeah, and uh, I think I mean it shows how I think Harry Maguire had like two shots. Like yeah, that shows how impact and how pressing high up the pitch we were. I mean yeah. Maguire was winning back the ball in the final third, like yeah. sometimes. It was mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Diogo. So, yeah. I think I think Diogo made the most passes into the final third of any player for us this season. I think. Wow. Yeah. From right back, I think it was seven, seven or eight or something like that. Or maybe it was yeah. that game or recently. I don't know. Either way, it was a pretty impressive stat when I saw it. I'll try and find it, but I think that shows a lot of you know what we miss with Wan Bissaka. And let's be real, Delo's not the best attacking fullback within the Premier League either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even for just a, a fairly average fullback in Delo, I'd assume he's average anyway. We, we have to see if he can kick on and hopefully he can. But for him to put them numbers in, just the bits that you saw that Delo, uh, that Wan Bissaka just can't do, like um, when he won the ball back and then. So when Fred scored, Delo won the ball back, beat a man and like rinsed the ball into Greenwood on his left foot for about a 20 yeah. yard pass. Wambasaka's not doing that. He just isn't. And I think someone else that improved and helped us play better as well was obviously, I think you would have noticed this, was how high Delo and Tejas were the whole game. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because Shaw and Wambasaka were told they can't do that under Ollie and Carrick, but they'd, when they played, they've never done it. Even when mm-hmm. Shaw's been good for us, him he's never been high enough to help Rashford out at times. Um, so I thought that was good as well, the way that Sancho and Bruno, as like the inside attacking midfielders, could, could cut in. And then Delo and um, Tejas had so much space on those sides. I thought that was a really good thing. And I think some of that, that we'll obviously get onto the young boys game as well. But um, Randnick did say, sort of saw a quote pro post-match where he said um, he wasn't happy with how high everyone was on the pitch and thought everyone was a bit too passive. And it's no coincidence that that's, that's when them two are back in the team. I yeah, think. yeah. I, th- I think what I was impressed with 
as well. Well, both fullbacks, this to add to your point, both fullbacks had shots, which, you know, under Oli, very, very rare that you'd see a fullback actually yeah. having a shot. But um, Delow, where he, I think it was a poor ball to invite Maguire, but he managed to get it down. There was like two players that he uh, that he got it down with, cut inside and then had a shot that was like aiming for the, like, the top left-hand corner. That was really impressive. And mm. Delow was like the man of the match for me. Yeah, um, well, him and Fred, obviously. It. Fred was class as well. Yeah, Fred got it, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very, very encouraging signs. And one thing I'd like to add as well about Ronaldo. Ronaldo, like, honestly, I hold my hands up. Coming into this the season with Ronaldo signing, I thought mm-hmm. that okay, if Ronaldo doesn't score, he's probably going to have he's probably going to be a passenger. Like, he's not going to work for the team. He's very much a box player. That's yeah. what I thought about Ronaldo. We've seen the past two or three games, like at Villarreal as well, because he was he was come off blowing out his arse. He was and uh, against Crystal Palace, like I saw a clip where it was literally 94 minutes. The ball was nowhere near him. Somebody had the uh, was bringing the ball uh, with just into United's half, like on the right hand side, and he was absolutely sprinting back. He's working for the. Uh, absolutely working for the team. He's putting a shift in something that you wouldn't really expect, you know, that much from Ronaldo. And like, and we 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 had this game, and then we had the Champions League game straight after it. And then you compare mm-hmm. that with PSG and uh, was it PSG versus City where you had Messi the, and Mbappe, um, Neymar just like exactly about when they were getting battered. Exactly. Yeah. And you think the, the 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 disparity between the two, obviously. All, all, all of all of those players, absolutely amazing talents. But you know, it's the you know Ronaldo isn't necessarily just a, a, a look. Well, I don't, I don't want to call Ronaldo a luxury player, but he's not a player that. Um, you, there's been a lot of suggestion that you you need to kind of cover for Ronaldo because, and I think Gary said it um, earlier, like because he he doesn't do anything he doesn't work as hard yeah you need to you need he's got a little bit of a you know if he's not scoring he's a little bit of a liability but i haven't seen that at all in the last like three games i have noticed it's at some points this season but in the last three games he's really been that he started not obviously we didn't play against young boys didn't play against chelsea but um and ranix even said like he's the fittest 36 year old i've ever seen because yeah. i think he is really working hard for the team um, yeah, I, th- I think, like, obviously you made that Messi, Mbappe, Neymar comparison. I think yeah. that kind of sums up them as players. Like, ne- uh, Messi's always, if you want to get into the Messi versus Ronaldo debate, like, Messi's always been just pure. T- obviously, he's worked to get where he is. Obviously, he's not going to get anywhere without commitment. Um, but he's he's a talent, whereas Ronaldo is a hard worker. So maybe that's just ingrained more in in them as people. Do you know what I mean? That Ronaldo's had to push through everything, be told he's not good enough and had to grind to get where he is. Um mm. I don't know if you get I don't know if you get what I mean, maybe that's a bit of a stupid point to make, but I think that that, that that's a comparison you can make between the two. No yeah, no, I think your work ethic in uh, his worth ethic to get where he is translates onto the pitch as in terms of worth ethic worth ethic um to to get a, to get the win, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's more translatable than somebody that's just absolutely unbelievable with like the ball at trying, his feet, like really. Messi. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think Ronaldo has kind of silenced the haters in that in that respect. Not only about scoring goals, but 
people literally as soon as there was there was talk about Ranić coming in, it was like, well, how does Ronaldo fit in? And that that talk has got to has got to go now yeah, because definitely. we've we've seen we've seen him putting the work in. Um, but yeah, so that was encouraging signs. And following that, we had eleven changes. Yeah. Um, in the next match versus versus young boys. Obviously, we had three debuts in that match as well. So coming off the bench, Charlie uh, Savage, Tom mm-hmm. Heaton, who's obviously made um, his first team a veteran, United, yeah. like twenty a years veteran. after leaving the academy. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Zidane Iqbal as well. Yeah. So three, three. So there is some positives, I guess, to take out the game in terms of that. But you know, what were your thoughts on the actual game as a whole? Because it was pretty. <sighs> Pretty dreadful, it was pretty wasn't dull, it? especially in that second yeah. Um I said this to you before, and I'm going to be com- completely transparent on here. I didn't pay my whole attention to that game for 90 minutes. Maybe I should have, considering I do a United podcast for you, but um, I didn't. <laughs> uh, but from what I saw, yeah, it was just very poor. I can sum it up in like a minute. It was just, it was disappointing, slow. Um, young boys probably should have won the game. A lot of the youngsters were very wasteful in the forward areas, especially the likes of Ahmad and Elangra. I thought were quite bad when he got into the, the you know shooting and passing positions up the pitch. Um, so it was nice, exciting at the start before the game kicked off to see all the young players on the pitch and how attacking it was. But I don't think a single one of those young players who started the game anyway really made made a name for themselves and took the opportunity that they were given. And I don't think any of the fringe players that get that say that it should be starting every week or get more game time made a claim it would be starting any games in the future either. So I think it was yeah. a bit disappointing. But I suppose the caveat to that is obviously the young players. It's some of the first games for United. You know, it was the first game Ahmad's, Ahmad's ever started for us, I think, which is absolutely mental when you think about it. We paid 30 million quid for the lad. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he not start against AC Milan in the Europa League? I think he came on. Goal. I think Did he came on? on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, anyway, I saw a stat that he, he that it was his first start. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is then. Um, but, yeah, just... So, obviously, they're not playing all the time. So, like, the likes of Lingard and Mata, yeah, they might say they should start more often and, okay, they haven't been great yesterday. But then you could say, as a counter to that, they hardly ever play. So, how are they ever going to get rhythm? Which is a point that's used a lot with Donny. I thought he was very disappointing as well. But I do think when you're starting Donny and Mata in an eight, and it's two eights in a pivot, you're going to struggle. Um, so, yeah, it, it was all it was all a bit wacky, to be honest. You know, Mata at centre-back, who I thought was pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just wasn't great. We leaked way too many chances. We were very unlucky. We were very lucky not to lose a game, to be fair. Um, which, coincidentally, if young boys would have won, they would have gone into drops into the Europa League and Atalanta would have finished bottom, which is pretty mental. Yeah. I am surprised they didn't, the game kitchen didn't open out it. towards the end, to be honest. Yeah, it just it just never looked like we were that bothered. Um, yeah. Like No, but I mean, for, for young boys, I mean, they had to score that second goal. Well, they did kind of go for it, didn't they? They came close a lot. Yeah, and we did have a few opportunities on the counter, but like I said, you're, I'll let you carry on because you're more well equipped to talk about it than me because you did a watch along and I kind of had half an eye on it whilst I was playing Rivals on FIFA so. <laughs> and clubs. Yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, you, you did your assessment was right, even if even though you were kind of half watching it. Um, yeah, I think the best young player was actually not one that started i think mengi, mengi. came on yeah, and was good. yeah that tackle that tackle was great but he did fuck up to have to <laughs> yeah. make it so it was yeah, a good recovery yeah. but you still you'd rather them just not do that wouldn't you That's yeah but i mean in general 
I think he played well. Or like not just that challenge. I thought he was, you know, he was he was tidy on the on the ball. I mm. mean, um, he's obviously a centre back, but he, he was filling in at left back uh, when 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 Shaw came off. But he is a he is a centre back. Yeah, I, I thought that was have, Yeah, so. I think he does have attributes to to be a very decent centre back, and he certainly it can be fourth choice centre back, and he probably should be fourth choice centre back. And, um, because I mean, after Eric Bailly, what you got? You got. Oh, sorry. He would be, I mean, be fifth, he wouldn't be he? Fifth, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot about Varane's injured. He's not going to hmm. get in front of Varane, is he? Um, but yeah, he's going to be in front of Phil Jones. I mean, so You'd I mean, so. it's going to it's going to be difficult to get game time, isn't it? If you're if you're fifth choice, but it probably should go out on loan. Um, I th- yeah, I think he was. I think he was going to go back to Derby because he went last yeah. season, didn't he? And I think he did quite well for them. But I think that the, th- they're so knackered they literally couldn't even take a loan player in. Yeah, because obviously they've gone into administration. I think they weren't allowed to, to uh, bring anyone in at all. To bring anyone in, yeah, because yeah. I think they struggled to even get him in. But yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to see him maybe go out on loan in January to maybe another championship team. Because he is, yeah. I thought he was older, but he is only nineteen. I thought he was more twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um. In, so yeah, it's centre back. You literally you don't come. It's very very rare for a nineteen year old to actually be centre back in, a, in as part of a first team in a Premier League side. You yeah, it's more of a position to get to later. In, yeah, yeah. mid twenties like Van Dyke did. Exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, I think to be honest, I'd rather keep him than Twanzebi. I think Twanzebi's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Twanzebi I mean he's haven't given he's not done great a, a Villa. huge opportunity, but he's big he's been given, you know, enough he's he's obviously he had a great spell at Aston Villa last season yeah, now it was a couple of years ago wasn't it it was when we in the championship like 2019 yeah yeah but he's he's on loan at Aston he's back Villa, at Villa again now, now yeah. and he's uh he's not getting any game time or very very minimal. I think he got they dropped Mings for a couple of games before Dean mm. Smith got sacked and I think he played a couple then but oh, whenever yeah. I've seen Villa play he's really not impressed and I think he, yeah. he hasn't at United either whenever he's played Yeah, I think the only other good game, game PSG, PSG I knew yeah. you were going to say that yeah but apart <laughs> yeah. from that he's been pretty poor Yeah, um, and is he even on the bench yeah he's on the bench but yeah, I think you'd have to go back a fair while when he last started a game mm-hmm. yeah but I mean the it, that that was the frustrating thing the, the I, I wasn't bothered about the performance all, in all honesty, I just wanted to see some positive individual... Uh, sorry, I, I wasn't bothered about the result at all. I just wanted to see some positive individual performances mm. from the youth. But unfortunately, the few... Okay, like, nobody who had a great performance, but the few okay, you know, to decent performances were all, like, senior players. Yeah, like Matt was players, okay. And, or players yeah. like Greenwood who have, you know, okay, they're not senior, but they've... Uh, yeah, um, they've had lots of game time. Like yeah. Dean Henderson, I thought was very good in the in in the first half in terms of coming off his line, commanding his area. Mm. He had a few saves that he that he, he should have made, but he did make. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the goal he just couldn't do anything about, really. Yeah. Um, um, I think yeah, like you say, Matic was was all right. I think Eric Bailly was probably the better of the two, though. To be honest, um, I think. Yeah, I think, I think Bailly is he, he's shown that he can very competently be a um, be a, a thir- definitely a third choice, and probably could be he, sh- he should be pushing either, especially when when Maguire was having such a torrid spell. He's like he, he should have really been been included in that squad, and I think if Maguire wasn't captain, he would have been. 
Like he's, he's, he's done decent this season. I think he had a yeah. bad game against City. That's the only bad game he's had when he's been included in the squad. Yeah. Um, Wambasaka oh, was was horrendous. Well, that right hand side it was horrendous with with Wambasaka and Lingard. Lingard very disappointing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He seems like he's checked out to be honest. Yeah, he just um, doesn't look bothered. Even even when he went off for Iqbal, he didn't even like look happy for him. He just looked yeah, upset. Yeah, exactly. Get him off to exactly. West Ham in January. I'm past it now. Yeah, Donny, Donny is it's strange. Like, there's people that you see in like your TikTok comments or or whatever, or people think like they see his name on the team sheet and just because they're so happy about him getting game time and they want him to do so well, which I do as well. Yeah, but that that kind of blinds them and they give him like man of the match or whatever before before the uh, the the a, a ball's even kicked. Like yeah. he was, oh, he was, he actually was was all right. Apart from, and this is a biggie, he gave the ball away for the goal. Like he was at fault for the he's only gonna, goal he's that they do scored. That, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. That's it. He I did mean, that against West Ham as well. Ex- exactly. He's he's been very short of minutes for United. Very short of starts. You know, he's got West Ham. He's got. Uh, there was another one, wasn't there? And then there was. Um, I think he's only had like three starts. And then there was this young boys. Two of them. He's he's given away. He's been at fault for the only goals that have been scored. Yeah. Like I do feel bad for him, but you have to take your opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's not a a huge ask for him to turn up in like you know one of the five or six games he's played more than an hour in this season. Like he hasn't really turned up in any other than he came on and got the goal against Watford, but that's been pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, and I do think he 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 had deserved more game time when. When Fred and McTominay were absolutely terrible, yeah. But you you have to think, okay, McTominay probably, if you take out the the goal, uh, the the young boy's goal that he was at fault for, Van der Beek probably had a better game than what you what is a typical McTominay game. But you know, you think of McTominay. When was the last time he was directly uh, responsible for a, for a goal that? Yeah, to be um, fair, though, McTominay doesn't like passing the ball unless it's someone two yards behind him. So yeah, exactly, yeah. He takes no risk. But, yeah, to be fair, in all the times I've seen Donny, he generally tends not to either, so... Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it's... Like, that's going to stick in your mind, especially in important games with Premier League oppositions. Like, that's probably why he's not he's not been played like like Fred and uh, instead of Fred or McTominay. Because yeah. playing in that slightly deeper role, if he gives away possession like that, and it, I'm not saying Fred and McTominay are, are, are fantastic in their, their tidy in possession, like Fred gives it away quite a lot, but still, mm. um, that he's probably thought of more of a risk. So that's why we've seen him like, okay, when Bruno's a bit tired, we'll, we'll sub him on for him where he's further forward because it doesn't matter so much if he gives away the ball. Like mm. maybe that that is the reason why because we have seen evidence of him giving away the ball, and I do like Van, Van der Beek. Uh, I wish he had. I want him to do well, but yeah, yeah. You, unless he's putting performances in to impress Ranić, he's not going to get into his plans. And then, you know, if you're getting a manager with similar thinking to Ranić, in like the likes of Pochettino, he's playing similar football. He's probably not going to get into his either. So, you know, yeah. it, it. I do feel a bit bad for him in a respect, but also, you, you know, you have to kind of take some of the responsibility yourself and do something. Yeah, and definitely. Ultimately, the book stops with him. Like as I've said, there's a lot of mitigating circumstances as for why he might not have succeeded at United yet. But 
it doesn't look like he's doing anything to help himself, which is a frustrating thing because I'm not, I don't hate the guy, you know. I ju- it's not like a player like a Pogba or a Martial, even who's had chances for four or five years and not been good enough. He's only been here 18 months, but, you know, with all the stuff you see in the media about how sorry he feels for himself and wants to leave and play football, he, he shouldn't. He doesn't deserve to be playing football at this level with the performances he puts in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I sad because and... I think on his day he'd probably be better than any other midfielder we have, but he's just not showing it. That's it, yeah. I mean, and uh, Greenwood, I think um, as well. I mean, the, the only the biggest positive of the match was that finish from, from yeah, Greenwood. Yeah, it was pretty nice to be. It reminded me a bit of matter against Liverpool. Yeah, in a yeah, way with it behind him. Yeah, kind kind of. Of. yeah, not quite as impressive, but still a good finish. Yeah. Um, and to, to kind of manipulate his body just to get the the contact. Yeah, was, like bend his foot really the whole way good. around. Yeah, it, 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 it yeah. was good. Um, he, he, he had an okay game. I think Ralph came out and said that he's going to have to bulk up a bit and get a bit more yeah. physical and mentally strong if he's going to succeed. Yeah, which I, I like rather than just you know moddy coddling the players and saying they're the best at everything like Ollie used to. So that yeah, is definitely. good. And he also balanced that with the fact that he's saying he's one of the most talented youngsters he's ever seen. He's got it all. You know, he's not yeah. just said his shit. He's not done a Gareth yeah. Southgate on Sancho. He's, you know, he's given, <laughs> yeah. he's given and taken a bit, but hopefully that motivates him because I think that's one question I might have had over him so far at yeah. United is his motivation and, mm-hmm. you know, all the shit that went on with England and stuff like that. And it doesn't seem like he maybe has the best character to succeed, but yeah. he's going to need and that's it. What, and that's what I love about Ranić. The like. Like even when Fred had a, had a great game, was man of match performance, scored a goal. He would say he like he said, oh, okay, yeah, Fred was played amazing, blah blah blah. But he did give away a few passes in the first half, a little stray passes that like, I'm not yeah. ha- not happy about. Like he he he's open and honest in the media about his players, and he doesn't do it in like a spiteful way like Mourinho. Like no. uh, he's literally he's just completely honest, which it, it it is refreshing because like again under Ollie, it was like you didn't know what the plan was you didn't know who was at fault because you had no idea what the player extru- instructions was yeah Ranyik, it seems like if there's a bad performance he'll come out and say yeah, okay, I do, yeah this is exactly what went wrong and this is like the players that didn't fulfill their their role their responsibility yeah i think in the same breath as well though like say we lost say we lost that game say he was in charge when we lost five no at liverpool mm-hmm. i don't think he's the type of like like you said Mourinho, where he'll come out and dig players out then I think it's probably yeah, more yeah. when we win to then just have that kind of bit of tough love. And it, um, I don't know if you ever see like the comments Ten Hag makes in the press after Ajax win, um, but Not it reminds really, me no. of him. So the they won the last Champions League game, got 18 points, and they've mm-hmm. been the best team in the group stages this season. Most goals, highest goal difference against Dortmund and Sporting, which aren't pushovers at all. Yeah. And I think he said in his, pro, his post-match press conference after winning like 4-2 or something against Sporting, I think it was, he said something like, um, we need to push on and play a lot better if we think we're going to get any further than the last 16. And like, yeah. I love stuff like that, rather than just mollycoddling the players. you know. And it obviously works because, you know, the top of the Eredivisie and look like, a, and you know, doing bits in the Champions League again with a squad that should done, probably shouldn't even be in the groups. Never mind, get through mm-hmm. them. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like that about a manager. A bit of, a bit, you know, a bit of niceness, but then also can tell people when they've been bad, you know, so it's not like Ollie where it's all one way where he's always nice and one way with Mourinho where he's always a cunt. It's a bit of an in-between bit, which I like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think it is refreshing as well and it's a stark contrast to what we've, what we it are. It just shows how starved we've been to. that we're just so happy to just have a manager talk about football. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Who yeah. Literally, it? he comes in and talks about tactics and the game plan. Oh my god, you know, so yeah. it's like he should be a manager of a big club. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. How starved we've been and deprived. And one one thing I've kind of uh, finish on from me at least on on the young boys game is like obviously it's it's very difficult to implement now, but. You see Liverpool play a second string side, literally three players from that from their normal starting lineup: mm-hmm. Allison, Mane, and Salah, yeah. um, against AC Milan away at San Siro. In literally, one, two, they one. play the same way, and they, yeah. they they won two one. They play the same way. It, the whole mentality, the tactics are ingrained from the first team to the reserves to the academy that's exactly that what the football club should be doing yeah yeah exactly and yeah. i mean and you you've seen the the contracts between our reserve players playing and obviously well, I, that's, early yeah, days. I get I, just but, looking at that liverpool lineup i completely get the point you're making but the only mm-hmm. one who isn't a first team player or a squad player is tyler morton is it like if you yeah. do you know what I mean? The rest are always in first team training, aren't they? Like the likes of Origi and Ox and uh, Minamino and stuff. Yeah. So I, did, I, I mean, yeah. Obviously, it's a weakened team, but yeah, I get your point. But I just thought I'd I'd add that in because yeah, a lot of yeah, our players but, yesterday have never played before. Well, you can say that. I mean, look at our squad that that um, that started. You've got Diallo, Elanga. That's it. You got. That's literally it from starting that on in and around the first team. You've got Shaw, you got back four Shaw by Matic, Wambasaka, you know, in midfield Diallo, Mata, Van der Beek, Lingard, and up I'd, top of Langer and Greenwood. So the one caveat I'd say is I think a lot of those players are shit, which is why they were bad. <laughs> I mean, that, Mat- yeah, well, Mata's the... passed it. Lingard's not. I like Lingard, but he's not at this level, you know. But yeah, yeah, I do get what you mean. It's so important, like when you look at how City do things at the minute and how. You know, I I think the best example would be Ajax and Barcelona, and mm-hmm. the, the clubs that actually yeah. have not what Patrice ever says. Clubs that actually have like a true DNA and a true style of play, and it's been around the club for fucking generations. I love yeah. that. That's exactly how it should be, and that's what obviously City and Liverpool are trying to do now uh, with the likes of Ajax and, and Barcelona. Obviously, they've been heavily influenced by Cruyff and managers before him, so it's been a thing for like at least fifty odd years. But I think that's what City and Liverpool are hoping for, that they can carry that on and the next manager they bring in to same or, you know, they bring someone in that's worked with Pep before, Pep recommends and stuff, and then they can carry it on because that is something I'd like to see because that's what that's why, like you said, they can play second string teams or City can play. Mm-hmm. City play, play a fair amount of youngsters at times um, in dead rubbers and stuff and they all play the same way. Yeah, And I think that'll be that'll be good to see, but we'll um, we'll see if it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's something I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to because I mean you see you see when it comes to like Carabao Cup time, you you that's when you see it. Shame we're out of that already, really. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we're and out. We've got Villa in I the FA Cup. Man City are out as well, aren't they? Yeah, West Ham knocked them out. Yeah, yeah, the West round Ham after us. us out and them. Isn't it? Yeah, so we wouldn't. Have, to be fair, we we never really would have got an opportunity to play the shit players anyway or the young players because we had West Ham who were a good team, so you can't just play. Team full of under twenty threes, yeah. and then if we won that, we would have had Man City anyway. So, and then we would have had Tottenham in the quarterfinals. So it's not mm. like we had an easy draw yeah. anyway. And yeah. against and in the FA Cup draw, you know you got Villa. teams playing yeah. buddy Swindon Chesterfield. Town and we've got Villa. I think yeah. Chelsea have Chesterfield or something like that, and we've got Villa at home. Yeah, that our draws some... in for a lot of consecutive years have been 
crazy. Like yeah. the third round where you've got a decent chance of getting like a lower league opposition. We always seem to get a Premier League side, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Look at the draw in it. We'll oh, see. That thirty-seven quid's out my bank already. By the way, love that. Literally, as oh. soon as the draw gets made, it comes out your bank. I'm not even joking. Yeah. That that night, for, oh, thanks for your thirty-seven pound payment for the Aston Villa game. Fuck off. Jesus. Christ. Could have at least given us a good away day. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. if we would have got like somewhere around me, like a, a Burnley or something like that, that would have been class because I could have got a mm. ticket for it. Would have probably been cheaper than I'm paying for the Old Trafford one. But no, instead, pay nearly 40 quid to go and watch him play Villa in the third. Oh, it's fucking boring, I hate it. It happens every year as well. All the lads that are following Twitter that go to games are all the same, sat there hoping for like a Northern away draw. And we always get like, it's either like a Villa or we get like a boring championship team, like a Reading or something. Just mm. games that are so uninteresting. Yeah, yeah. Like either give us a massive team at home, give us a Liverpool at home, or give us, you know, Preston away. Something like that. Or Blackpool. Yeah, just for the day. Yeah, no one wants fucking Villa at home in the third round. It's boring. <laughs> yeah, it's also... And they're, they're obviously in, having a little... Do you know what I've just thought? Resurgence. Yeah. This is a very random thought. I'm from... Have you heard of Barrow? I don't know if I told you I'm from Barrow. Barrow Town? Barrow, it's called Barrow and Furnace. Barrow, you what's of, the ba- Barrow, that's where I'm from. A town called Barrow. Okay, yeah. But I thought... Haven't they got a football team called Barrow Town? They're called Barrow, Barrow AFC. Okay, right. But anyway, mad thing is, they played Villa in the second round. I've just realised that. Oh, okay. So I, we, I could have potentially been going to see United play my hometown team at, oh, near the wow. bottom of League 2 at Old Trafford. I've just realised. Jeez, yeah, that would have been class. How good would that have been? I would have been jumping yeah. below my seat and getting in the away end and see, seeing my old schoolmates when I was like <laughs> yeah. 12. Honestly, I, just, I can't believe that's just come to my mind. That's so upsetting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because you, you sit where where you sit with your your season ticket place is uh, is near the away fans as well, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, never never mind. I was wrong. I was wrong. So it oh. was the second round of the EFL Cup. They played Villa, not the not the, uh, not okay, the FA. Right. So it's okay. They lost to Ipswich. Yeah. Right, clip it out. Clip it out. <laughs> no, it's all right. Yeah, they played um, Villa at home and lost six 0 So it's, I watched it live. It was pretty depressing. Yeah. Shame. Oh dear. Like, mm. where, what league are they in? League, League, two. League two, League two. Yeah. Actually, they've gone. They've gone to a replay with Ipswich. Get in. Mm. I think they have anyway. Still... Sorry, sorry about this. This is just all very, <laughs> very left point, field. Man. Well, I'm looking on Google. It says they drew nil nil, but it doesn't say who won. It goes straight to penalties, doesn't it? Nah. Early rounds. Nah, it's which a re- cup is this? EFL? FA, FA, FA Cup. Yeah. Isn't the first early rounds go straight to penalties? No replays. Or Barrow force a replay in their second round fixture against oh, Ipswich. Okay. Decent. That's all right then, isn't it? I wonder who they get if they win. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, just, <laughs> so... It just literally just came to my mind then. But up the Barrow. They're, they're, um, up the Barrow. Yeah, they... shall we turn. Uh, go what, on. What, what's Barrow's mascot? Devil in the detail. We can turn this into uh, Barrow in the what, detail. What's the mascot? Do I don't know. know the no. Mm. The, 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 the 20th in League Two. Do you remember um, this old big test your football knowledge? Do you remember Ian Everett, who used to play for Blackpool when in the Prem, left back? No. No? Fucking hell, you're a casual, aren't you? Anyway, um, <laughs> he was their manager and he got them promoted from right. the National oh, League. You just muted Nas- yourself, uh, by the from, way. Like, non League to well. League Two. And then he <laughs> fucked off and went to Bolton. Do you remember David oh, Dunn, dear. he used to manage. I think to somebody doesn't like Barra Town. Somebody's pulled the plug. Oh, no. Somebody's pulled the plug. No. He has, uh, he has definitely muted himself. I've That's just it. muted myself, haven't I? Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> How long ago did he do that? 
I don't know how you did it, mate. Uh, but you were talking about Baratan. I thought there was a there was some conspiracy against him. Somebody pulled the plug on you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Any, anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up now. Um, but yeah, that, that's a little nugget for you. They'll have Barnsley away if they win, so it's hardly a big game. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the mascot is, but I did get to do a, gar- uh, a lap of honour around the stadium at half time once. Oh, just quite cool. You lap of honour. Yeah, what, well, my what, what team, the, uh... my team. So oh. they were playing. So my old football team when I was like fourteen were called Barrow Celtic. Okay. So um, obviously Barrow and then Celtic, because in the team Celtic. So yeah. we used to play in green and right, white stripes like Celtic did. Mm. And Barrow played Celtic in a friendly. So oh, wow. we got to do a little um, lap of on around the stadium and got tickets to the game for free. Nice. So you yeah. didn't earn it, it was just because you had the same name? Yeah. I think, I don't really <laughs> know what the reasoning for the, char- for the for the friendly was, but yeah. There you go. We're also Decent. the worst team in my age group, so maybe it was a bit of a sympathy <laughs> thing. We were fucking shit. We got beat 21-0 once. Oh, God. Were you keeper? No, 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 no. I think it was. I think I played left wing or something about that. Yeah. I was literally just as when I was like twelve. Yeah. It yeah. can't be too harsh on you then. No. No. Yeah. Speak. Speaking of teams that are absolutely shite. Oh. Um, Norwich. Oh, I'll be careful. <laughs> nice transition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are they are a yo-yo club, aren't they? They go they go up and they go down, mm. uh, and they, it looks like they almost certainly. Uh, going to go down i'm not going to say too much too much negative things about them because it could come back to haunt me in fact it is going to go back to haunt me already because they are in better premier league form yeah, they in are. their last five matches than united yeah i think if they want are they in better form than us really yeah we've won last our last games, two. mate La- are you sure yeah, we 100 so we've we've won two and drawn one they've won, won two, two drawn and drawn two, two. So they've Shit. got one point in the last five more than what we have. And they're still um, bottom of the table. Yep, still bottom of the table. Well, Only three I mean, points just to Watford, though. Exactly, yeah. Oh, but but I I mean, hope their they goal win. difference is, is <laughs> yeah. horrendous. Yeah, it's a shame we're playing them because I'd like to see them put a re- string of results together and get out the bottom three. Yeah, I'd like I to mean, see him I'm... stay up, you know. I'd like to see Norwich stay up. Just for something a bit different, man. It's boring, isn't it? Cause have you seen the championship table this season? Have you seen it, Deck? It's so dead. Oh yeah, just, it's literally oh, it's literally going to be Bournemouth and Fulham coming straight back up. Yeah, and then we've got in West Brom for, the and then West and then West Brom are third. Yeah, but West Brom will win the playoffs, and it's yeah. literally the three. T- How boring is that, man? Yeah, so cool. guaranteed, pretty much, unless two of the teams fucking fold, they're going to be teams that got relegated last season and a dog shit. Yeah, I it, hope it is interesting to see if Derby stay up. That is going to be interesting. Well, they're not going to, I mean, are they? I know they they could do. Are you joking they, with not me been or not? Bad. They wouldn't be in the relegation zone if yeah, if they wouldn't have been docked twenty points. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what an amazing story that would be if it. If are it you are you being deadly serious happened. with me, Dirk? Well, said, I, I, wanna, you, I thought you were I joking. Have a look at the table first. Have I you looked? The twenty good. points adrift with half the season playing. Oh, okay, right. Twenty yes, points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've played half the season. They're on one point deck. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it'd be amazing that's, if Derby that's... pulled that off. Bro, the yeah, fucking that, twenty points amazing, adrift. Though. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, Am you're I not. Wrong? You're not. If, exactly. If they wouldn't have had the penalty, they would have been tw- ahead of Reading in twentieth. Yeah, just yeah. figured it out. Oh, so I mean, that is that it? Yeah. The, the, oh no, it's, Reading, yeah, I mean, yes. they're still right near the bottom. And but given the squad that they've had, yeah, they've got. They'd they've have twenty-two no points. Chance, yeah, they've been docked twenty-one points. No, it's me- it's it's mental, isn't it? Um, but yeah, in terms of teams coming up, I'd like to see Blackburn come back up. That'd be pretty cool. 
actually. Yeah. Team near me, you know, they're like a, they're like they're a Premier League team for me. You know, yeah, like you've yeah, got you your Blackburns, I mean, you've got your Stokes, Birmingham, teams like that. Yeah. That I remember being in the Prem. Stoke come up, that'd be all right as well. Yeah, or you know what, even Millwall or Coventry are flirting with the playoffs. That'd be pretty nice. A new team. Millwall, I was hoping though, Barnsley. Sure about Millwall. Yeah, just, but... I was just thinking they're, they're bloody hooligan fans. Yeah, be funny unless you have to speak to them now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it'd be not... Do you know what else is mental as well? Have you seen where Barnsley are? Twenty no, third, five points adrift. They were in the playoff final last year. I think. Wow. Or the playoff yeah, semis. They got to the playoffs either way, definitely. Yeah. And then the manager left them to go to um, West Brom. And now the second bottom. How mental is that? Bloody hell. Yeah. That is awful. Crazy, um, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think Norwich, if they good. Well, I don't want to say. Do you think Norwich have any chance of uh, staying up? They have some. They're in obviously good form. Do you think, uh, do you think they will go down if you had to. Yeah, so would yeah. Just because I yeah. think Burnley are going to be a bit more solid and will do better. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle, I think. Obviously, but this is a thing. Like we're all sitting here saying, well, me at least, like, oh, um, Burnley won't go down. Newcastle have got too good of a team and money to spend. Well, who yeah. the fuck's Someone's going down? Go down? Who's going down with Norwich then? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I can't see yeah. Southampton going down. I can't see Leeds going down. Really. Watford. Yeah. So really, they I, I'd still say if I if. It, if I had to say which three teams are going down right now, I'd say Norwich, Newcastle, Watford. Yeah. Honestly. Because Burnley I'm, have got I'm... that game in hand against Spurs. But Do you go the same? Uh, I don't know about Newcastle. Depends what happens in I'd in like January. to see them go down. I think it'd be funny. I would love to see them go down. It'd be yeah. funny. Not that I really give a shit about Newcastle, but it'd just be yeah, funny to the, see it. They've also had an upturn in form. They've had, well, they've they've had only three lost one the... game. Yeah, one but game in three draws, point. which doesn't do you a lot of favours. Yeah, it doesn't. No. Like, if you think that them three draws, if you Just look recently, win, Burnley yeah. have won the last game. Norwich have won the last game. Yeah. And Southampton fact, have. So, you know, it doesn't really mean much. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, if I, I would say, I would say Norwich... You know what? I'm gonna say Burnley. I'm gonna say they always. I won't really care. Survive, I'd be they? a bit sad for Daishi though, because I do think he's a yeah. good guy. But yeah, yeah in terms in terms of like getting him out of the league as a boring fuckers, yeah, great. Hopefully Daishi should leave and get a better job. I think he should have left a couple of years ago. I think he should have left he would a couple. Get a better job. Yeah, I think he'd get like a Palace or a, you know, something like. That. Yeah, then again, looking at teams in the Prem, it's different now, isn't it? Because everyone thinks they're better than they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Palace, if they got rid of Vieira, would be like, oh, we're not getting a boring manager. We're better than this, but you're not. Do you know what I mean? Same with like yeah. Leeds and Southampton, teams like that. They're all very stuck up and want to play great football, but don't invest enough for them to be able to actually play it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think he should have left a couple of years ago and gone to like... I think he yeah, thrown his out in the ring for the Palace job when Hodgson left, to be fair. Yeah. Something like that. And then, you know, if you do well with them, you might get a better job. It's just sad to see a decent English manager that is never going to get an opportunity at a good level. Yeah, but but like you say, looking at the league and looking at going for the individual teams, I don't think there's any team in there that played Burnley's style of football. Like, it's quite... No, that's an... what I'm saying. Everyone wants yeah. to be exciting and play great football all the time. But you just yeah. can't. Even Norwich, who are like rock bottom and have only just had an uplifting form. I mean, they... They play the same way and, and get relegated. Obviously, uh, the, the manager's gone. Was it Far? Farker. Yeah, Farker gone. But um, 
but yeah, I, I can't see I can't see him. I think he'll stick with Burnley. He, mate, he's tied to 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 Burnley until death. I reckon. I do love him. It's even more mental that he's like from London as well. He just seems an yeah. northerner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's one yeah, of us. Do you know what? Like this, the way he is. Did you see? I don't know if I spoke about this when, last week, but do you know when the game got called off against um, Spurs? Uh, yeah, it had like container Spurs players all with like the hats and jackets on, looking at the pitch. And Dyche walks out the tunnel with just his shirt and tie on, just laughing, looking at all the snow, just saying <laughs> like minus one on a Sunday morning, just there laughing. Just what a fucking hard bastard, man. Honestly, yeah, he's. I bet him and him and um, after a game, him and Sal Dice uh, meet up and have a pint of wine each. Pint of yeah, with a gravy chaser, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's from Kettering, which I find mental. It's just mental that he's not from, like, Barnsley or something. Yeah, he definitely... He, he sounds like a northerner. I he does a bit, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. He actually does. But, yeah, he's never played up north before. That's strange. Or even managed. It was at Chesterfield. Where are Chesterfield? Are they down south? Derbyshire. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Derbyshire? I should know where it is then. You should, probably should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've, we've digressed a lot, haven't we? You can tell we have. So we'll go back. We'll go back on track to the to the Norwich game. Um, so yeah. in terms of like a, a start in eleven, um, you don't have to go through it because just let's go from the Palace game. Do you think there'll be any any changes? I know last week we did something where we 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 picked a team each for the Palace game. Yeah, and what and did I say, Deck? What did they yeah. say? It's going to be the exact Mate. same eleven, and it was. I I, I agree. I agree that mm. that um, with I agreed that I think it probably would be the same starting eleven. However, you know, just to be different, you got to change it a little bit. Right. Let's. And I'm also, I'll do a starting eleven now. Go on, carry on. Okay. Do a starting eleven now. Well, I mean, is that, is that what you want to is do? Is there any point? Because I, I I'm ninety nine percent confident. As All right, then. 11 changes that it will be exactly the same. Fuck you. Yeah. I'll go for something a bit different. Okay. Right. I'm going to go. Easy. <laughs> Dina, Tommy eating in goal after impressive. No. Um, <laughs> De Gea. David yeah. De Gea. Mm-hmm. Diogo Dallo. Um, Maguire. Lindelof. What? Tejas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. I well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Diallo. No, Diogo <laughs> Dallo. Yeah, Playing yeah. Amad at right back. Um, basically, De- the one change we're going to make is going to be the same as last week. Greenwood's playing instead of Rashford. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that would make sense. Because I don't think well, Rashford's been good. Of, it's not going to happen because I think the issue mm-hmm. is we'll the the Boy. first team have had... I know Greenwood is obviously involved in the first team squad, but they're given probably the day off and the first team are back training again. So it's they haven't, they've got an extra day, the first team that didn't play because, you know... Uh, obviously given a day off at having just He's a played. young lad, he wants to work on him physically. He, he needs it. He it's... does, but do you reckon he's straight back in full training with the with the first team after, straight after the next Poss- day after possibly. playing? I think, it's, it's, uh, I think they're always given a day off, aren't they? Not all the time, no. Usually if they uh, do badly, they're not given a day off. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's Saturday night, work, isn't it? Half You are? It's mostly video work if they, if they do come in. I don't think they go back into training. I don't know, I've not been recently, have you? What? <laughs> it's like you haven't been to training. It's, like, yeah, it's mostly yeah. it's like you're flying the wall. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, it's a no. Saturday night game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. We and should I'm be pretty sure Ranyuk actually mentioned that as well uh, in one of his conferences about <clears> the about the changes and how that's a positive because you know the players, uh, the players that played against 
uh, Palace can can train uh, tri today. I'm pretty sure he mentioned that. Right. Okay. Cool. We'll, we'll uh, see. We'll see. I'm just trying to spice it up a bit. You know, you were yeah, all for this last you got week. To spice it you were all for it last week. Now you're lambasting me for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but he, uh, with the eleven changes, I think it's fairly obvious. Um, and mm -hmm. so to to go with a um, to go with a score prediction. Yeah. Obviously, it is that it is at um, Cower Road, is it? Cower Wood. Yeah, Cower Wood. Yeah. You can always say um, Cower Wood. Yes. That's where Daniel Farke. So, is. what would you what would you say? How many goals? Um, four nil for Brandon Williams' own goal. Secret agent. No, he can't play, can he? <laughs> he can't um, play yeah. No, nah, I'm gonna go. Oof. Are we gonna concede or are we not? It's Norwich. I reckon they get a streaky goal because of an out of defensive error from someone. Um, two one or three one? Three one because that's what you're gonna say as well. So you'll have to say something different. No, I wasn't going to say that. I was going oh, to go really? nil. I think we'll get a clean sheet. I'm not sure? going to go three nil. I'm going to go four nil. Really? Yeah. Big boy. Four nil. I think we'll we'll just absolutely swarm them, similar to Palace, but they'll crumble because Palace have actually actually. Are, I know they've lost the last three, but since um, since Vieira, they've actually done decent. They've done season. okay, haven't they? They're not been yeah. as good as people have said they have been, but they've been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I and I think I think Norwich will crumble more than than Palace and just give us goals. And once you got one goal against Norwich, I think the floodgates will probably open. You'd like to um, think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go with with four nil. I think CR seven. I think we're going to see uh, maybe. I, I tell you what, to add to my prediction, I think we're going to see three. Seuss hat trick. I think we're going to see Hattie. Yeah, from, okay. from Ronaldo. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, then we've got Brentford on the Tuesday, haven't we? Do you want to talk about that or? Um, it's so far it's, away. Yeah, it's it's not that far away, but it's hard to preview one game when you've got another one before it. Exactly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because we could get we could get beat one 0 by Norwich, and the preview would be very different. Yeah. So uh, one thing we, uh, I wanted to I, I wanted to ask this before, but I forgot. Yeah. Kind of when we were talking about the Palace game. Mm -hmm. Um. So Varane and Cavani are both back. Uh, they're back into full training next week, so this game is too, um, it's yeah, too soon for them. The Brentford game's been earmarked for Varane, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Varane, obviously, when he is fully fit, will be back into the squad. I think we all know that. Yeah. But I know you ask me. First of all, who do you think he'll be replacing? I think you know. Oh, well, I know. No, we I know, choose, don't but we? Who would you like him to replace? Well, we know it's going to be Varane well. and Maguire. Yeah. Playing. But I'd like to see Varane and Lindelof. Yeah. Uh, um, you're going to say ba that. I thought you were going to say Bailly. Um, but yeah, just like, Mate, I'd like to... I like so Lindelof. I actually do like... Is there? What? what Varane and uh, Bailly? Where's the source? The centre-backs? Mate, mate, have you not seen Bai? Bai has plenty yeah, of sauce. Off his, off, he's off his fucking tits. He's, exactly, he nearly scored an own goal sauce, last night for no reason sauce. when the ball was going out for a throw. That, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and he did like a fucking weird Bucketty spin afterwards as well. Yeah, the right he did that weirdo. twice. That's class. He's a, fucking, he's a fruit loop. And I saw a TikTok yeah, of it. Yeah, maybe you did as well. Mate, um, but that is sauce. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Lindelof. I just think varan has got the pace and the power um, and he's much more reliable than... Than Maguire, um, so I'd like to see Lindelof there playing the balls out. You know, he can be shielded a bit by 
um, Varane's greatness. I think it'd be a good partnership. But, you know, we'll see. It could happen. I'm not. Uh, it's probably 99% not going to happen. But you never know. If, if you know, Maguire has a howler against Norwich and Lindelof impresses, maybe you never know. All it takes is say, what I'm hoping for, this sounds awful, one Maguire injury for like a week, you know, like a bruised toe. Yeah, yeah. Not like he breaks his leg, because I don't want that to happen to anyone. But just a little injury that means, say, he misses out against Brentford, and then Varane and Lindelof start together, and Ralph thinks, you know what, these two are good, I'll keep playing these two until something goes wrong, and that's just... Do you know, like, kind of like how it happened with Rashford? Rashford had one good game, he played really well, Van Gaal was like, I'll keep him in, he's playing well, and then he carries on playing. Something like that, I think that would be the ideal situation, so... Team Upuki, Todd Cantwell or Summit, you know, going a bit extra hard on Mr. Maguaza on Saturday, please. <laughs> Having said that, I would have preferred him to have got dropped when he was playing badly. I think he's played... He he's played playing well okay Paris. now, isn't he? He's playing okay. Yeah. He's not been exemplary. It's just been yeah. the bare minimum when he hasn't been all season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but having said that, if Rank comes in, you've got to drop Lindelof when he's playing well. So, I mean, you can't... But he has obviously got the captaincy, so it, that's what it's going to be. Strip him of it. Strip him of it. Yeah, strip him of it. I mean, early on, I think that would have caused more problems than what it then. I don't think it would have because I don't think anyone really gives a shit. I think I think there was wasn't the reports when Solskjaer was getting sacked that they were all a bit baffled when he got given it. Maguire. What that he got given the captaincy? I think so. Yeah, because he's not been. He's been, there, he's like, been the months. captain for. Yeah, like eighteen now. months or something. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, but I just I don't think anyone would be that bothered. It's not like you know you're going going into like um, United fifteen years ago and stripping Roy Keane of the captaincy. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit but different. I, think, I just don't think to change your captaincy mid-season. I'd, I'd... Yeah, we'll see. I don't think <sighs> I it'll don't happen. Know. Yeah, there's never a good time to do it. No, I um, mean after I mean the the perfect time was when the new manager comes in, and you can just. You can't like play him for a few games as captain, then be yeah, like, Yeah, but then would it. Ralph rather just take the bullet because he's only going to be there six months? And then if Poch comes in, then you know, it wasn't me, I didn't make the decision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, in a way. I think I think normally how it happens is you know, the captain gets a little bit like older, starts to play less, and then the vice captain will be more uh, of the captain, a bit like yeah, with gets... like young and. It was vice cap Valencia, was it? Something a bit yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Valencia and was then, club captain actually. And then, um, like the season after, they just stick the captaincy with like the vice captain who's been playing most of the games. I think that's the way it normally goes. But yeah. obviously, dropping someone through bad form and giving someone else the captaincy armband is is, is different, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think that unless you've got anything else to add, I think that concludes no, uh, do this it. episode. Mm-hmm. of Devil in the Detail podcast. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so obviously we'll be going through two games next week in um, Norwich and Brentford. Hopefully six points. We could be in the top four next week. Could we? Could be in the top four. Obviously Spurs have got a game in hand on us, but West Ham have got a... Spurs aren't playing either. Spurs are not playing? No, okay. COVID outbreak, they're not playing against Brighton at the oh, weekend. Oh, yes, so that is true. We could, yeah, up, could end up above. We could end up as high as fifth with a victory against Norwich. Wow. Get it. High as fifth, love that. Yeah. And then... Um, then wait, if West... No, we can, we can be... Uh, if West Ham lose, we can be on level points with them. Let's have a look at their goal. They've got... Yeah, we'd have to, we'd have to, we'd have to win about 5-0. They'd have to lose 3-0. <laughs> 
It's yeah, not yeah. Is it? Yeah, we'll come back it. after the Brentford um, game when we probably yeah after the Brentford. Eighth. So I mean, still next time that next time next time we're on the podcast, it we could be in the top four. But obviously, things how what a difference a week makes. So last week we were we were on the podcast with Gunner King. Obviously, they could have gone eight points in front of us if they had won that game. And then a week later, we're literally sitting at one point above them. I think we uh, had already instead. beaten Arsenal when we recorded that, no? Oh, shite, yeah. Sorry, that's, true. that's what I'd say. We're yeah, already no, no, that's good. Anyway. That's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, we recorded but, it on the Friday. I mean, going into that Arsenal game, still, it's a, it's a week. Because we recorded that on the... Uh, yeah, a week ago right now was at the Arsenal game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Sorry. Let's let's end it. <laughs> Don't apologise, mate. I'm wrong, not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay then boys and girls right we will uh, see you next week when we are in the top four <laughs> <laughs> you did never not gonna